Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have the privilege of interviewing Glenn Stearns. Glenn is an entrepreneur, philanthropist, and a two-time cancer survivor. At the age of 25, he founded Stearns Lending, one of the largest privately held mortgage lending companies in the United States. He was the winner of reality TV show, The Real Gilligan's Island, and star of Discovery's Undercover Billionaire. Glenn was not born with the proverbial silver spoon. He faced a number of challenges throughout his childhood. I wanted to know how he overcame so many obstacles as a young man. You only know what you know, right? When you grow up, you know, you don't know whether it's a good childhood or a bad childhood. But I did learn a lot of coping, right? A lot of ways to make sure I uh, was able to get through a lot of things. My my parents were, you know, very wonderful people. I mean, they, they struggled with alcohol and drugs and, you know, they were, my dad was a printer. My mom cleaned home. She was a grocery checker. It was what it was, right? And and then I kind of came up the ranks. I failed fourth grade. I, you know, I was dyslexic. I had a child at 14 years old. So I was in eighth grade. But it all seemed kind of, you know, it was, you know, what it was. And uh, it obviously made me uh, a lot more, um, I guess, uh, resilient to uh, be able to go into business and look at those issues as kind of small compared to fighting some of the bigger stuff when you're young. Glenn and I both started our businesses in our 20s. Like me, he didn't start off thinking he was going to build a huge empire. He just wanted to have his own business. But things took off fast and Stern's lending began to grow. I know I didn't think I was going to be the biggest mortgage company. I just wanted to have my own little shop and see what I could do. And and so I was not uh, able to put in the even my mind, how big it would become. But when I did realize that, you know, there were other guys that were just so much larger and dominated the market, I took a little turn and I started doing government contracting for the Department of Housing and Urban Development for HUD. And I got into the title work. I became the largest HUD contractor in the country. Stearns Lending survived the 2007 mortgage lending crisis. Glenn and his team emerged as the number one wholesale lender. But in 2014, Glenn made the difficult decision to sell the business he had built from the ground up. You know, if I had my way, I probably would have been sitting right where you are, right? Where I, the family we created, the people, the, the customers, and, and I had no exit plan either. I, I wasn't thinking, hey, let's build something big. And well, once that got big, I wasn't thinking, all right, it's time to sell. I ended up going through a little health scare. Again, I, I know you went through your share of health problems and as your wife did as well. And, you know, I just turned 50 and I get diagnosed with cancer and they tell me it's a 50-50 shot. And at the same time, Blackstone and a couple other of the big private equity guys were coming to me pretty hard and they had a thesis that the banks were going to start shedding all their servicing and the non-banks were going to become the big dominant players. The smart guys, they were right. So they were hitting on me right at the same time. My life kind of came this close to going, okay, I might not be around and I've got some young kids. And uh, I thought, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to 
take this as a, as a good opportunity to just go around the world with my family and spend some time. And if, if this is all I have, you know, I want to leave an imprint on them. I had two young, I had six kids, but I have two young ones. So I, you know, I did that. And when I sold, you get the big heyday, right? I mean, man, it's been years. It was the worst day of my life. I never cried so hard in my life. You know, it wasn't, wow, look at all this money. It was, I let people down. I have people, a family that love me and I've sold out. That's how I felt. Okay. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a yippee day at all. And then I survived cancer and I'm like, okay, now what? Right. Like I loved what I did. I didn't do it for the money to the beginning. You know, I wouldn't to go build and sell and hey, those guys to your point, good for them that they can get an idea, put it together and get other people to believe in it and sell it. It was part of my life. The first chance I got to come back in, I, I started a company called Kind Lending, and that's where we are now, and I'm very happy to. And by the way, my exit plan, I've told people, I've got one. It's in a pine box, right? I'm going out with the company. After beating cancer and traveling the world, Glenn gained a new perspective on life. Being exposed to different countries peoples and cultures gave him a deeper appreciation for the opportunities America provides. So I went around the world, bought a fairly large boat and took the family and we went around and I got to see what the rest of the world's like. And we live in a seriously live in a world of opportunity. You know, we can do anything here. I don't care if you're Republican or you're Democrat, the way this country's set up, there's a lot of opportunity and potential. And so coming back and realizing that and, and then knowing, you know, look at your story, my story. I mean, you start off with a dream, right? And sure, you're going to have setback, but, you know, there's a lot of possibility in what we did and, you know, ended up building companies that, again, I never even dreamed I could get that big and employ thousands and thousands of people. And so having done that a few times, and then going through the cancer and then having people out there say, the American dream is dead and all this stuff. I just, they haven't seen the rest of the world. That's for sure. Years prior, Glenn had an employee that was in the finals on a reality TV show called The Real Gilligan's Island. His employee mentioned that Glenn and his wife would make great contestants to the show's producers. So Glenn and Mindy became contestants and went on to win the show. After that, TV producers began calling Glenn to pitch him on other show ideas. And I kept saying, you know, I'm a business guy. You know, I, I did that. I was fine. But I, I, I don't think I'm, you know, I'm not a TV guy. And I said, but I'll tell you what I would do. Put me anywhere in this country. Take away all the money, all the contacts, everything. I'm tired of hearing all the bull crap about when he isn't the land of opportunity because it is. And I said, you want to put me anywhere? and watch me rebuild a business, I said, I'll do that. And I'd say that just, you know, just kind of shut these guys up, you know? And and then a guy comes back to me. If you're serious, Discovery said they'll do that show. I said, damn right, I'm serious. But I had no plan, right? I didn't like make this whole, you know, I made it up, you know? And so they took me up on the opportunity and and off I went, you know? I, they, they picked me up, I was down in Florida on my boat. You know, I told him, I can work anytime from February to June. I said, just take me. 
And uh, they took me and dropped me off in Erie, Pennsylvania. No money, no contacts, no, they gave me a beat up, a cell phone and a beat up pickup truck and a hundred bucks. I had to sleep in the car. I had a, oh, it was a nightmare. And, and, and at the same time, the most fun I ever had in my life. Ken's first night in Erie was tough. He was freezing cold and spent the night in an old truck. He knew he had to take care of the basics like food, water, and shelter. To start, he needed to take the hundred dollars he had been given and make more money. Basically, it was St. Patty's Day and a couple of days later. And I knew, I remembered my son when he was about five. He was at a wedding and there was all these people around him. I said, what are you doing, son? He said, I'm selling rock to drunk people. I was like, sell it, they'll buy anything, dad. So I thought, I'm going to go out and buy a bunch of St. Patty's Day swag and I'm going to take it into the bars in, on St. Patty's Day and sell all the swag to all these people and ended up making about $1,000 selling swag because I, I kept going back to the store, getting more. But when I had that, I, I, I flipped some, I found some tires and some other little things and got myself up to where I could buy a car. I flipped that car and made some money and flipped another one and made some money. And anyway, getting to a point where, you know, I, I had enough money to, to, to buy it, put a down payment on a small house out there. They were about $18,000. So I went and, um, did that and just hustling, right? Just working every little angle I could at getting enough money. There was a lot of bumps in the road. A lot of things didn't go right. But there ended up being this barbecue festival. And that's how I thought about the barbecue restaurant. I was going to do a beer operation. I figured I could take the unused portion of all these other beer manufacturers and maybe I could utilize their equipment, but I couldn't get a license in time. So then I saw all these people love barbecue in here. They wait in lines. And there's a 50,000 person barbecue festival. Maybe I'll do a barbecue restaurant and invite all the beer people in. So that's what we did. You know, we, we worked away. We got to that festival and I doubled my money again and, and ended up getting enough money to start the restaurant, which is thriving today. Glenn's resourcefulness and entrepreneurial spirit is proof that anyone with enough ambition and grit can achieve their goals. I wanted to know what lessons he took away from such a unique experience. I mean, so many. I mean, one would be surrounding yourself with strong people, right? You got to make sure you've got good people and communicate well. One I learned that I, I did wrong was I was rushing. I didn't have enough time to go out when I bought that home and get an inspection. That's something right up your alley, right? I went and said, okay, I'll just buy it. Don't worry, I don't have enough time. Well, when we when I got it, it ended up having mold. And that just set me back forever. And, you know, and I, I luckily got out with just my money. So I didn't make any money on that. But yeah, I know I really learned more about the probably the power of just giving people a vision, getting them to understand goals and, you know, getting us all aligned on the same page and being with some really neat people that were doers in that city. And, and we got it done. Maintaining a resilient attitude is what the next generation of entrepreneurs must possess, especially in a challenging market situation. Glenn shared his advice for young leaders building in today's environment. I would tell them three different things. And one is, obviously, live your life with integrity, honesty, because it's real simple to be able to 
cut corners and think you're going to be able to get ahead. And the answer is in the long run, no, you're not. Okay. It's, you're going to, you need to live your life in an honest way. Okay. And in the end, you will be much better off for it. You need to live your life authentically. Okay. In, we try to be other people, never be another person. It doesn't do you any good to think, look, never measure yourself with someone else's ruler, right? It's like looking over going, you know, this doesn't fit. It doesn't fit because it's not you, all right? And lastly, I would say that we all have special gifts. And I just told my son this the other day. When you sit there and you look, okay, I wasn't so good in school. And I ended up with a 2.16 grade point average, right? Some of that might not have been just because I wasn't doing the books. I might've been having too much fun, but but the reality is that the retention aspect didn't hit me very well. And it didn't hit one of my sons. And I was talking to him about it. I said, that's other people's gift. They can read a book in 15 minutes. They remember everything and they can, you know, and other people are great with math and people are analytical, the music and everything that other people have is their gift. What's your gift, right? And what are you good at? And then take that and run with that, you know, and, but don't try to think you're somebody else. You're not, you know, a lot of people become real personable. That's a gift, right? They know how to communicate to people. Being authentic and maintaining integrity are the hallmarks of great leaders. Glenn also shared some practical tools for people who are just starting out in business. No matter what you do, no matter who you are, we can, no one can do it alone, right? You gotta have good people. And there's small business development centers out there that are tax funded all over the country. And these are places that people can go that don't understand how to start a business. They can help you get incorporated. They can help you with a business plan. They can help you even get funding to get started. And so, for people that have never done it before, you know, you need a roadmap. And so surrounding yourself with mentors and good people that have done it before or going out and using, again, our tax base and, and going off and finding places that you can help leverage your dream is what I think is the first step in being able to create a company. Once you get that, you got to really push your vision out there. And a lot of people are afraid to to put it out there. They think, oh, people are going to think I'm crazy. People, you gotta articulate it. And once you, once you say it in the world and you believe it, other people can believe in your dream. You'd be surprised. You wouldn't, Dave, but you know, a lot of people would be surprised when you have a dream, how many people are willing to help you achieve. When you do push it out there and you show people how serious you are and that you think that you can achieve something greatness. There's a lot of great people out there that are going to help you. Glenn's grounded attitude and work ethic is an inspiration. He is the definition of a rags to riches story. So I wanted to know how he defines success and what accomplishments he is most proud of. I always think about my last breaths. What am I going to feel, right? That whole saying of, you know, did you work too much? Did you do all this kind of stuff? And you hear, you know, people talk about that. No, mine... I had a child at 14. I am close to this wonderful, wonderful gift of a woman now. Her mother and I are close. 
her mother's husband and I are very close. I was married once before and I got remarried. I am very close to my ex-wife. She happens to be the godmother to my little girls with my wife and me. And I'm proud of that. When we went around the world, my wife and my ex-wife, my ex-wife came with us and she taught our little girls, she's a teacher. And so I'm real proud of that. And so what I'm most proud of, I think, is that when I look back on the times that were tough and when things didn't go well or when things don't go your way, what happened, right? So I sit there and I could lay my head back and go, I have a wonderful daughter. When I thought the world was over, I thought this is the end of me at 14. I've got a wonderful ex-wife. I thought, oh my gosh, I went through a divorce, but now look. And all that it's taught, I hope my children, is that it's not what happens to you when you fall, it's what happens to you and how you get back up, right? And what you do about it. And so those are the kind of things for me that I'm real proud about. Thanks so much for tuning into today's show. Glenn's story is the definition of ambition and grit, and we hope you feel inspired to tackle the obstacles in your life and business. You can order Glenn's book, Integrity, on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Additionally, you will find Glenn on all the social media platforms, or you can tune into his podcast, Grit Happens, for more mentoring and business advice. Until next time, remember, everything in life worth having takes a little ambition and grit.